What's up, party people? And welcome to the episode 23 of Chris and Matt, right a blockbuster uh, podcast that has been going on now for 23 episodes, which is... Yep, uh, one for every jersey Michael Jordan has worn. One through 23. <laughs> yep. He wore all the numbers, and then he got the 23, he said, you know what? This one feels right. He was like a Goldilocks, but it took him even longer. We were thinking about, here's the thing about Goldilocks, is that... It always took her to the third one to find the exact right thing. Like you think always about- took her. She only did this once. <laughs> but in the three, the three instances. Oh uh, right, right, right. Like yeah, yeah, each yeah. time, she didn't get to the right one until last. You think by the law of averages, like when she went to the porridge, she'd be like the second one was the one that was just right. Let me tell you something about Goldilocks. All right, <laughs> she's dumb. As, she's dumb as hell. She breaks into these bears' homes. Tries all of their porridge. First of all, why are these bears just leaving this porridge out? That is and weird. like, how long were they gone for if that porridge is still like scalding hot? Yeah. Well, then the she's wall like, I'm hot. tired. Might as well just sleep in someone else's bed. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, and like yeah, and like, how are they preparing their porridge if one of their porridges was too hot and one of them was too cold? Like, what was the porridge like being like you know delivered? Like you know, it's like yeah. How do they cook porridge? I assume they make all their porridge in one big old batch of porridge. It's like you know, it's like you know what you know what they should call you know what they should call this portion of the show. I'll fairy tell you what. Yeah, this portion of the show will have uh, will have segments now, I guess. Yeah, including I'll fairy tell you what, where we really break down the realistic ideas presented in fairy mm-hmm. tales. Like, for instance, have you ever noticed that Peter Pan can fly? I mean, what is this? Wait. The moon. Is he a fairy tale, Peter Pan? Sure. Is Goldilocks a fairy tale? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Goldilocks is definitely a, a fairy where's tale. The fa- where's the fa- There's more fairies or pixies, as they call them, <laughs> in, in Peter Pan than there are in Goldilocks, that's for sure. Well, I won't deny the truth of that, but, I mean, Moulin Rouge has a fairy in it. Nobody's calling that a fairy tale, although you probably could, to be honest. I do. I call it a fairy tale. I mean, it does have John Leguizamo playing a very short guy. I do call any movie with John Leguizamo a fairy tale. <laughs> like my favorite fairy tale, The Pest. Oh, see, my favorite fairy tale, Grimm's John Wick. The, Grimm's the best. Yes, yeah, so the Brothers Grimm story of the past, or uh, you know, of course. Well, I would say John Wick, Wick, Wick is almost kind of is a fairy tale. They keep bringing up the Baba Yaga for some reason. That's Ant. Isn't that Ant Man? Uh, that's in the most recent Ant Man. They also bring up Baba Yaga, Ant Man, and the Wasp. But, uh, Ant-Man of the Wasp, yep. also a fairy tale. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, there is a story about a guy who he shrinks and bigs, and I guess she shrinks. She isn't big, though. Like He's complaining about like his suit, like, oh, I don't have wings and blasters. The, the Wasp, she's got wings and blasters. But that dude can get super big. He can get, like, giant size, and she's just always, like, either, you know, wasp size. or Well, not quite wasp size, because, like, uh... They both get, like, smaller because then, like, even, like, ants because he can, like, ride ants. So, like, Ant-Man gets real, real tiny. And so she gets, like, that size uh, as well, which is, like, sub-ant size, which is saying something because ants, as we all know, are pretty, pretty small, all things considered. Wow. Another stirring episode of I'll Fairy Tale You What. <laughs> that involving ants. Uh <laughs> Uh, hey, yeah. but but uh, you talking about Ant-Man reminds me of what the show actually oh. is and what it's actually called. Yeah, well, I was gonna, what I was going to say is actually um, 
You got uh, more on fairy tales? Yeah, because, well, ants, like, you know, the family members sometimes figure into... <laughs> Wait, are you talking about ants, the insect? You're talking about ants, the Woody Allen, <laughs> Sylvester Sloan film? Uh, I'm talking about aunts. People, you're talking about, oh, you're the, talking about the third ant. Everyone knows that in the dictionary, when you look up the word ant, it's got three definitions. Yeah, I'm talking about the ones who uh, you know are married to uncles traditionally, or sometimes married to other aunts. Or sometimes, you, you know. or sometimes they're just singular ants. Yeah, they're just they're all, just yeah. the single ants. All the single heard, aunties, which oh, is uh, also a poker thing. When you auntie, yeah, Annie up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can play poker. You can play poker with your auntie, and or you can play auntie. poker with Auntie from Honey I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> yeah, or you, but don't play. Yeah, Auntie. Hell yeah. I say don't play with that kid from Honey We Shrunk Ourselves though, because if you get this potassium too low. <laughs> it's the only reason I know that bananas have potassium is because of Honey I Shrunk Ourselves. That yeah. kid goes into like a diabetic coma or something, and they give him you some didn't potassium. Have potassium, so you have to eat the bananas. And like the, Weird the, plot the, point. The parents couldn't help because they, they yeah. were shrunk it down. They tell you that at the beginning, like it's like it's uh, Chekhov's potassium deficiency. Oh uh, yeah, uh, of course. Chekhov, the Star Trek character, was also known for being deficient in potassium. And for uh, being deficient in being alive. Rest in peace, Anton Yelchin. <laughs> cool. I think they made a documentary about it cool. recently. Cool, cool, cool. Anyway, what's the name of the show? Uh, who played? I think it's Walter Caney who wished to play Chekhov Still Alive. He may be. Anyways, this show is Chris and Matt writing a blockbuster. Uh, yeah. A show where I'm Matt. I'm Chris, and we've been writing a blockbuster movie. Yeah, we're, to... writing a, we're writing a movie about blockbuster video. Mm-hmm. Akin to the Super Smash films, such as the Star Trek movies starring uh, the late Anton Yelchin and also John Cho and um, uh, Chris Pine, Chris Pine uh, Zoe Saldana, Zoe Saldana. Uh, Simon Pegg, who wrote one time Benedict one. Cumberbatch. Yeah, he's in the one. He played Zach Eric Bana. Yep, Zach Eric Bana. <laughs> Zach Eric Bana. <laughs> uh, Peter Weller, <laughs> the RoboCop. Zachary himself. Eric Kinto. <laughs> The robotic cop himself, Peter Weller, is in one of them. Oh, is he? Oh, uh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Perry's in one of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know it, bro. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, bro. Tyler Perry. Yeah. You know, yeah. Tyler Perry, he's got a healthy relationship with uh, women, <laughs> as his movies uh, always uh, yeah. show. <laughs> he certainly knows better than all of them, I guess. <laughs> he's got, uh, and he certainly has a lot of judgments about them. Yeah, uh, I've, I've never seen any of his films, but I know in one of them, if he uh, dates a mob, the film involves a uh, a man triumphantly punching a woman and sending her flying. <laughs> and this is the big triumphant, uh, you know, moment of the film. Also, mm. uh, we have to woman, write that down. Yeah. I guess uh, we cut that out of this movie that we're writing. <laughs> Also, if a woman uh, cheats on her husband, uh, she gets AIDS. <laughs> that, that yep, that, that's a, that happens. Yeah, in Confessions of a Marriage Counselor, co-starring Kim Kardashian in her finest acting role, I assume. I've never seen any of her. Oh, she was in that one episode of 30 Rock. And now it's time for our favorite segment, vaguely remembering 30 Rock. <laughs> quotes. Uh, what's that sandwich that they really like on that show? Oh, yeah. There's she, like a sandwich that the crew likes. Yeah, and there's the one episode where like they all want to 
well, I know the one. Get the sandwich. Well, yeah. the crew, the Teamsters get the sandwich, yeah. which I believe was a sandwich from Hoboken. On sandwich day or whatever. And, like, Ms. Mm. Lemon eats the sandwich in the line at the airport because she's trying to meet, meet up with maybe, like, one of her boyfriends or something. Was it was the one who's played by Matt Damon or maybe it was a different yeah, one? the maybe. captain. Oh, there's also uh, another sandwich joke where uh, let's suggest that they get blimpies for yes. lunch. And there's, like, a, a line he says that's about that or whatever, and he's, like, got a big speech about how he's going to punish everybody with blimpies or something. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's, it's a funny line. I can't remember it exactly. But yeah, me neither. It's probably, like, uh, I've got a blimp of a problem for all of you jokers. Yeah, something along those lines. And there's also that, Something along those yeah, lines. There's the episode early in the show's run where Lutz calls Liz Lemon the C-word. <laughs> yep. Okay, so that's been a great episode of trying to remember jokes from 30 Rock. Indeed. And that, that was during the time period of the show where... Uh, oh, we're not done with the episode yet. Stay tuned. <laughs> this is not about Eliza. Like, uh, remember the first season where Rachel Dratch would just appear in like, random roles in like, every episode? Mm-hmm. She played like, a different character like every episode, like just like a random Rachel Dratch popping up or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, because she's originally going to play Jenna, but then they recast the role with Jane Krakowski, who was probably a better fit for that character. Uh, and Definitely. And she was, she was great as uh, Jenna Maroney. Yep. <laughs> yep. This episode goes out to Jane Krakowski yeah, for Jane her fantastic turn as Jenna on 30 Rock. I think she was up for the role in Sleepaway Camp. but The, the killer in Sleepaway yeah. Camp? I, I, uh, Angela? The, the Angela is uh, the character from Who's the Boss that Tony Dent is always like, ah, No, is, isn't is it the... Yeah, I know. She's the boss. Anyway, uh, well, wasn't the... She's the boss, eh? The, yeah, wait, who do you think is the boss? Um, you don't she, think Tony's the boss? Come on. Well, no, he's obviously not the boss. He's the employee <laughs> in that situation. Uh, I guess she probably... If anybody is the boss, I mean... If it's not like a rhetorical question, it probably... I mean, she does seem to be... The you know most direct sort of like employer. Yeah, um, she's the matriarch of the household. She's running shit. I mean, Mona's there, and but I mean, I think she's sort of like she used to be the boss, but she is no longer. Yeah, like, she's, she's like, like a retired CEO. Yeah, it's like an emeritus position. Yeah, <laughs> she's the boss emeritus. Uh, yeah. Wait, I was gonna say something so important, and now I forgot what it was. Is it about boss baby? Sorry. Yeah, he's the real. Who's the boss? Oh the no, boss a- baby. Angela Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Isn't the killer in Sleepaway Camp named Angela? Uh, possibly. I don't. But I'm pretty sure Jane Krakowski, a young Jane Krakowski, was up for that uh, Good role. role. The iconic role in the iconic film Sleepaway Camp. Uh, but this movie is going to make, what we're writing, is going to make like at least twice as much money as Sleepaway Camp. I, I mean, <laughs> if it doesn't, that means it is a huge financial failure. Oh, wait. So you mean Sleepaway Camp didn't make like half a billion dollars? Oh, Chris, I don't know how to tell you this. I don't think Sleepaway Camp made that much money at all. Oh, so I don't even know if they, they have... But If you look up Sleepaway Camp on Box Office Mojo, I don't even think you're going to see anything. Crikey, my Box the, Office Mojo. If you... If, if you, yeah, it's gonna say it's gonna show you uh, a short clip of Austin Powers saying that, which says four oh four forbidden entry. Oh, forbidden bridge, the board game that was like, <laughs> that I invented. I wish I meant forbidden bridge. I wouldn't have to write movies to make money. I'd have all that forbidden bridge money still coming in. Uh, assuming people still buy forbidden bridge, is still like the most popular board. Game. They should make special versions of that, like they make special monopolies. Like where's the Star Wars Forbidden Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's Star Wars Forbidden Bridge? Where like it's like a... Yeah. Where's Star Wars Jenga? Yeah. 
uh, where's Star Wars operation? We're operating on <laughs> Boba Fett. I'd love that. I love. I'd love that so much. Yeah, pull mini chlorians out of his knee or something. What? <laughs> I don't know. That's where I don't know. Like uh, you're like he's got like uh, I I don't know like, sort of the colloquialisms of that world. I guess, but like I figure because like it's like all the things you pull out of people are based on like colloquialisms of like our Earth language. Uh, but like you know, in that world, they have like you know. Stuff like having, like, you know, like, butterflies in your stomach. I don't know what you have in your stomach. Like, um, uh, uh, Ewoks or something? You think that, like, when someone has butterflies in their stomach, people from, like, a totally different planet, maybe even a different galaxy, are like, I've got Ewoks in my stomach? I doubt they've even heard of Ewoks. Well, if they're in the Star Wars world, they would have. Yeah, but if it was in, like, Star Wars, like a Star Wars movie, they'd be like, I've got gloomglops in my stomach. And then you'd be like, oh, man, better add that to Wikipedia. Yeah, that's true. Gloomglops. And then just, like, make up some bullshit that when the movies (laughs) refute later, everyone gets all pissed about it. It's like, oh, sorry to see that Wikipedia entry, you dickhead. Instead of water on the knee. Anyway, I I gotta announce that I've been (laughs) editing Wikipedia for a couple years now. Instead of water on the knee, it's that... Blue milk stuff on the knee that that yeah. Luke drinks out right from, straight from the teat, <laughs> right from the teat, <laughs> which is <laughs> uh, blue blue. I remember as a fourth grader, I loved the idea of blue milk so much. It was my one great Star Wars fact that I would bust out during games of Foursquare <laughs> and watching him suck that out of the teat in the Last Jedi made me so happy I could cry. It's like, oh. Yeah. Finally, we get to see where that blue milk comes from. Boy, I'd like to bathe in that big elephant's titties. Yeah, but it's a different elephant than that one elephant that's in that band. Yeah, it's different than Max Rebo. That's Max Rebo. Uh, maybe. Right? I think that's it. It's probably it's his name is either Max Rebo or like elephant. Yeah, because there is a Max Rebo. I just don't know which one Max Rebo is. All right. I'm, oh, I got news for you. Mm-hmm. That's Max Rebo, oh, yeah. all right. Hell yeah. Max Rebo. All right, looking at the Wikipedia for Max Rebo right now. Nice. Did you know that he's a male Orto lad from Orto? Oh, man. Max Rebo is 100% going to get rid into this movie. So, I mean, we're pretty <laughs> deep into the movie. We'll have, like, a scene at the end of the movie. Like, maybe we'll have, like, a... Where they're at a club and Max yeah, Rebo uh, Yeah, something like we'll have, like, a medal scene or whatever. Like, at the end of Star Wars, they all receive medals. And, like, Max Rebo will just be chilling there, like, you know, in the crowd. Yeah, and they're all looking at him, and Max Rebo goes, uh, maybe you guys aren't ready for that one, but it's real classic yeah. from where I come from. We'll do, like, uh, we'll have, like, also, like, we'll have, like, a scene where, like, all the characters we want to have in this movie haven't had a chance to get in yet. We'll put them, like, in a background, and that includes, well, if everybody yeah. from the cover of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band will be in the background. <laughs> yeah, they're all standing around the, like, the end of Star Wars where they, they're somehow presenting the medals to the audience, not taking a picture <laughs> anything like right before the credits but like all of the greats are there like uh jeffrey the giraffe from yeah. toys r us or uh, yeah, uh little jimmy from little jimmy's italian ices yeah. grimace or the grimace is there yeah. uh you know all your favorites from uh the burger king king from the video game sneak Ooh, king. spot from the video game whatever the spot game 
uh, the Noid from the video game, the Noid game. Yeah, um, uh, the 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 dog from Duck Hunt. He'll be there, laughing yeah. all the way. Spuds, Mc- Spuds McKenzie will Spuds be there. Spuds will be there, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> the California Raisins will yeah. be there, complaining the why why they didn't get booked on this. The game. dog from the Bushes Big Beans ads or whatever. Roll that mm, beautiful bean yeah. footage. Uh, the Taco Bell talk. Yes, and Godzilla, his best friend. And God, but and the American Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, the Taco Bell Chihuahua's best friend, the American Godzilla, and Shaquille O'Neal, who had, was cured from his ta- the, taco next yeah, to Shaqu- Shaquille O'Neal, and on his shoulder, of course, the general. Yes, yes, queen. <laughs> Anyway, we're 16 minutes in. What happens in this scene of the movie that we're supposed to be writing? Yeah, well, the last scene, uh, uh... <laughs> Seth Seth revealed his true true crimes, which is leaving a little dollop of semen on his victims. Yeah, <laughs> like some sort of like some sort of David Fincher esque yeah, killer. Yeah, basically, he's very that way. But also, one of the people he killed is J. Jonah Davidson. But he also J. J. Jonah J. Davidson. Yeah, who, before he killed him, he said, wait, and he showed him his penis. Why? <laughs> it's what Jay Davidson does, he shows people his penis, it's his number one trait, people know about him. <laughs> Who's Jay Davidson? From the crying game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, he's the person who did the crying game. <laughs> okay. Who you, yeah. he was like, right. he was like yeah, a, yeah. I forgot. I forgot. I don't. Having never seen the crying no. game, I, I didn't yeah. remember that. Yeah, Davidson. Uh. I I don't. I I I don't. Having not seen, I don't know what the actual sort of um gender situation is there. So I'm not going to. For once in my life, I'm not going to say something. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. Shut the fuck up. I'm just going to let it be. I don't know what the character. So anyway, J. J- Jonah Davidson shows shows Seth's penis. Yeah, and then uh. Uh, we'll get a cameo. I think it's, uh, I don't know if it's Harvey Keitel. Uh, yeah, sure. I have Harvey Keitel too. Why not? <laughs> Doesn't he, isn't he in that movie? Uh, I don't think, I mean, if any, cause if he was, he'd definitely be showing his penis. I know, I believe Forrest Whitaker and Stephen Ray are in that movie. Uh, the crying game. Uh, Harvey, no, Harvey Keitel is in the piano and he definitely, you know, Oh, I'm thinking, I am thinking of the, I am thinking of the piano, yeah, which is a very uplifting and hilarious movie. <laughs> very, very funny. I, th- I feel like uh, those movies came out at the same time, so I, feel, uh, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I haven't seen either of those oh, movies. Oh, the so piano is hilarious. It's a laugh <laughs> riot. Oh, you know what? I was thinking of the pianist. Uh, That's what I'm thinking. Also, of. very funny. Another f- f- funny. Yeah, movie? very yeah. funny. Because oh. uh, Adrian Brody does his famous Rasta Man character. <laughs> Well, he's doing his last piano sonata, the one where he has to, like... Oh, R- Rastaman is in this movie, isn't he? <laughs> isn't he? He show up at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he announce the Max Rebo band at the end? Yeah. Like he did on yeah, Tiger like, Protect your neck. I'm going to stop you to shut the fuck up before you do your Rastaman impression. Well, it's my impression of his character. I'm just letting you do it. <laughs> <laughs> he talks about the riddle. Uh, Anyway, uh, so what happens in this episode? Rastaman's <laughs> concerned that Seth Grace is escaped. Why is it Rastaman should have been an Adam Sandler character? Like, you know, like his Afro Man. Oh, Opera Man? Could have also been Rastaman. Like, or like Rastaman could have talked to uh, Cajun Man. Like, uh, so, uh. I, th- I think it might sound a little something 
like this. And Rasta may be like, now do Opera Man. <laughs> opera Man, bye bye. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what it would be like. So, anyway, in this scene, we cut to uh, a slugger McGillicuddy still alive? No, he's or shithead Giuseppe. Shithead Giuseppe. He's the one who watching... now he got the plastic surgery to make himself look like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the Seth Price. Right, right, right. Okay, so, um, so he got the way he's making he made himself look like Seth Price so that Seth Price could kill the oh, president. Yeah, and yeah, Seth yeah. Price would be framed um, for it. So we cut to uh, a nameless henchman looking at two TV screens, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Boss, come over here and look at this." And two Seth Christs are walking on the computer screens in different locations. Mm-hmm. And um, what's his face? Uh, fucking. <laughs> Riptor walks over. He's like, "God damn it, two Seth Christs!" <laughs> I says, "I'm seeing double here, four Seth Christs." <laughs> <laughs> four Seth and then they all they stop and uh, watch an episode of The Simpsons. We'll have to show that entire yeah. episode of The Simpsons in its entirety in the movie. It's a great episode. Yeah, stretch. <laughs> this, well, this movie presumably will be put out by Disney, who owns Fox, who will be able oh, yeah. to show this episode of The Disney. Yeah, we'll get the rest of the of the I Simpsons. I mean, we're, we're gonna have if we're gonna have Star Wars characters. We already gotta get under that Disney umbrella, so we can have Max oh, Rebo show. Oh my god! So it's just oh like, hell. Yeah. Also, uh, J. Jonah Jameson and Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, this is all just like synergy, baby. Yeah. This is making me feel hot. Disney's going to love this shit. They're going to give us so much money. They're going to be like, you put all our best characters in one film. Yeah. Who are you, Ready Player One? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's like the eighth time that movie's come up on this podcast now. But because... Uh, because we want to be better than Ready Player oh. One. We want... People just look at Ready Player One and say, uh-uh, Ready Player None over Ooh, there. Yeah, we'll put Steven Spielberg in his place and be like, we'll be like, we'll make... <laughs> Listen up, idiot. Yeah, we'll make Jaws look like Jaws for the Revenge. Yeah, we'll make E.T. look like... F.T. It, F.T. Uh, which is a failing grade, although in that... In that yeah, which, which means fuck this. Yeah. F.T. The fucking terrestrial. <laughs> which is just that... Uh, a way like a really weird erudite like um like a uh, New Yorker would be like, man, look at this fucking terrestrial <laughs> over fucking here. T- <laughs> hey, look at this fucking terrestrial over here. Oh my gosh, I'd lo- I'd I'd watch the hell out of that. <laughs> That's gonna be when Anyways. I audition for Saturday Night Live. It's gonna be the character I do. Uh, the guy who's not FT, but is I guess in the movie FT. Yeah, the the guy who sees ET walking around on the streets of New York. Hey. I'm walking here. Hey, look at this fucking terrestrial. He doesn't even know. He doesn't even know how to eat a slice of pie, right? Oh, forget about it. Hey, turn on your hot light. He's trying to eat, eat a, trying to eat a piece of rhubarb pie. Turn on your heart light. Forget about it. Hey, this guy must be the money. It's all about the pennyms, baby. I don't know. It wasn't even connected at all. Nope. Different songs. Uh, we should have Weird Al do the song over the end credits. <laughs> yeah, just like the opening for Spy Hard. Exactly, but already over the end credits. The song, yeah. uh, Seth Christ Ballistic Reckoning. I don't know. Um, yeah. Oh, he'll yeah. do another. This, this song will be, it'll be a Christmas song called Put Seth Christ Back in Christmas. Uh, I was going to say you could do another parody of Gangsta's Paradise because uh, Dice and Christ kind of sound alike. So it'd be like. We've been spending yeah. most our... That's what the Dice Man yeah. always says. We've been spending most our lives watching Seth Christ. It doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> We've been spending most our life in a paradise run by Seth Christ. There we yeah. go. Got it. Anyway, Shooting so Riptor sees that... Churning lots of butter. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. 
so late into this episode, we have to finish the scene or fucking, I don't know, who's a Scott Rudin's gonna kill us? Well, it's better than being killed by Harvey Weinstein at this point. I mean, it's, he's not gonna produce this movie, he's going to jail or something, uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, by the time you hear this, maybe he'll even already be there. And, uh... Yeah, by the... T- <laughs> yeah, alright. Uh, people will, uh... I shouldn't have... Why are you gonna talk about Harvey Weinstein? I'm so afraid of where this is gonna go. People will, uh, give him screeners and cakes. <laughs> Stupid. Why are they giving him screeners? He's still... Is he, oh, wait, he's probably... <laughs> he's not a member of the Academy anymore. Then never mind. I thought maybe, you know... They wanted him to be able to voice his opinions on whatever, you know, like, Mitsuzaki <laughs> yeah, movies coming him, <laughs> They sent him screeners and cakes. Yeah, they sent him... Oh, God, I hate you. Uh, so, anyway, so Riptorn sees the two Seths, and he's like, we gotta kick this plan into overdrive. Yeah. And that's when he kicks the plan into overdrive. He pulls a lever that says, kicked into yeah, overdrive. Maximum overdrive, it says. Yeah, truck starts driving and it says and it, it switches over to maximum overdrive and it calls Riptorn and says, "You want me to kill the president now?" And the fake Seth Christ, that's yeah, the Greed Goblin yeah. truck from Maximum Overdrive yeah. is in this. And then uh, it drives itself, and then the fake Seth Christ sees like he gets like an alert on his uh, watch. He's like, "Oh, time to make the donuts," he says, and he runs out of the building. And the real Seth Christ sees him and chases after him, and he's chasing him and chasing him. But then the Green Goblin truck comes up. Because uh, it's driving itself, because it's like magic or whatever. And like the fake Seth Christ dips into stuff, he jumps in and he gets away. And Seth is like, damn it, uh, I gotta call Jane and let her know uh, what's going on. Uh, and so then he'll call Jane and be like, Jane. And like, he'll be like, and she'll be like, you know, Seth is like, I got out of the CIA headquarters, I got out of the WABA headquarters, but like, a guy who looks just like me just got into the Green Goblin. Click, and that's when the hand, that's when the call ends, uh, and he turns around, and there's a stormtrooper waiting for him. He's like, uh, aren't you a little short to be a stormtrooper? And he's like, <laughs> yeah. So Jane doesn't know that there's another Seth Christ walking around. She's like, she's like confused. Like another Seth Christ. Like, what's going on? Uh, da 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 da. And then she starts. She's like, uh, something, something's going on. She's like, I gotta call the chief. Uh, but not Jane Jordan James is the chief, but chief from San Carmen San Diego. And then she's like, she's like gonna like place that call uh, or whatever. The power on CIA headquarters is cut. That was part of the WNBA's plan they, because they have a generator. The CIA apparently doesn't. So you just cut their power and they are in trouble. Uh, and they don't have the same Wi-Fi password as the uh, WNBA. The WNBA's Wi-Fi password is. Um, uh, one two three four five six. Well, yep, one two three four five six. <laughs> yeah, one two three four five six. Uh, and then uh, he's like, "All right, uh, once uh, the president has been killed and our vice president, uh, shit, Chris Gaines, takes over power, he'll wire us all the money we've been asking for." And then yeah, we, so much money. And then we get the power. The then we get the, the women. Dollars, whatever. Then we get and then the he's like, respect. And then. I'm going to flip the switch on the volcano machine anyways, and we'll be in our Zeppelin. I'll explode the volcano, and half the United States is going to be destroyed. And Bill Nye, the science guy, of course, worked on the volcano. He's like, wait a second. That wasn't part of the deal, Rip. That wasn't part of the deal. He's like, well, too late now. He's like, no, it's not too late. I, I, can, I can do something about this. I can, I can warn people before it's too late. He's like, no, you can't, Bill. And then Rip Torn pulls out a gun, and he shoots Bill Nye dead. He shoots him like five or six times, like bam, 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 bam. <laughs> 
Is this a uh, is this gonna get a PG thirteen? Uh, yes, I, uh, I think. Why don't we, oh as long as it's bluff. Yeah, yeah, it'll be like that. It'll be like when people like you like gush on old westerns and it's just like ah. Oh. Yeah, he's, he's like ugh, ugh, yeah, ugh. and then uh, and that's that. Yep, for this scene, it's like uh, Bill, more like Bill die the science die. Rip Torn says. Yeah, Rip says that. And then all of his henchmen uh, spend a couple seconds trying to put that. Yeah, they're like, banana. (laughs) (laughs) They're trying to figure it out for a second. And then they're like, oh, (laughs) fade to black. Yep. Uh, And then the uh, the first credit shows. It says says the director's name. Directed by Bob Balaban. That's the first credit, though, because there's still a fair amount of movie (laughs) left. Yeah, there's still some more. Probably like a good 20 minutes of movie left. We just want to give him a little taste of the credits. Just to remind you, just because we know at this point in the movie, people are going to be like, who directed yeah, like, this? Oh, you know who it is. It's Bob Balaban, baby. <laughs> yeah, of his boyfriend's yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, my boyfriend's back. Uh, All right, so that's this aye, scene. Aye, Captain. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep, okay. Uh, do we have anything that we want to say? We send a shout-out to Gabber Media, who keeps letting us do <laughs> yep. this for some reason. Uh, indeed. Uh, they are, you know, they have the patience of saints and the wisdoms of fools to be. Uh, or they're just, you know, uh, maybe we just have, well, I'd say maybe we just have really good personalities. We're getting like a Mr. Congeniality yeah, Awards. That, that, that can't, that can't be it. That's definitely not what it is. Uh, but, you know, thanks to them listening to their other podcasts, the old Gabber Media Network. I'm sure they're on Twitter and Facebook and stuff. In fact, I know they are. And they have other podcasts that are probably more interesting than this one. Uh, you know, so check them out, and you can check. I mean, this podcast, uh, it's on Twitter at CNM Rated B. If you want to let us know what you're thinking about this movie and how excited you are, want to give us more characters from Disney intellectual property, we can put in there. Like, um, yeah, we should get some other like, like Mickey yeah. Mouse, and also the Minions. I know they're not Disney, but we're gonna get them in there anyways. <laughs> It'll yeah, happen. or we'll get we'll get some uh, good Minion. The Minions are in the public domain. Yep. <laughs> that's right, because they. Uh, when George Romero created the Midians, uh, he forgot to, uh, he changed the name of the, the movie, uh, but th- didn't register the new name with the, uh, um, you know, copyright people, whatever. So through a loophole, um, the Minions are in the public domain, and George Ro- A. Romero is dead, so he can't do anything about it anyways. Yeah. He died doing what he loved, um, making... Living? Yeah. <laughs> well, living dead. If anybody's going to ever come back as a... Girl. Yeah, if anybody's ever going to come back as a zombie, you think it'd be George Romero. But it... I welcome, I welcome yeah, it. Yeah, it'd be pretty... It'd be like... Uh, but he could be... Scary? Yeah, definitely. Probably. Maybe, yeah. Almost certainly to have the dead rise from the grave. Even if it was acclaimed director George Romero. can't imagine something scarier than that happening. Uh, indeed. Maybe having to pay for your child's college tuition... Oh, that's going to make me wish I was dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, having a child will make you wish you're dead because it's a horrible nightmare from which you can never escape. How is your daughter doing? Uh, Disney's <laughs> first daughter? No, wait. Is that... <laughs> yeah, Disney's the kid. Disney's... How's your Disney's the kid doing? Um, Fine. He's Bruce Willis or whatever. All right, great. Anyway, uh, you can follow me at M. Shimkowitz on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Chris X. Morgan. Did you say Chris S. Morgan? No, not Chris, the letter X as in X versus Sever, but not like that because it's actually the letter X. I should change yeah. my... X is spelled E-C-K-S. I should change my Twitter handle to Chris X versus Sever Morgan. 
Yeah, that's a good idea. Give me too many characters, fool. Okay, wow. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's this yeah, episode? Yeah, also iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, rate, subscribe. Yeah, comments. rate and review. Yep. If you hate, please tell us what you hate. Please tell us what yeah. you love. You know, please tell us what you're ambivalent about, which is probably 90% of the podcast. <laughs> All uh, right. Well, the movie is going great and going smoothly, and we'll be back for the next exciting chapter of the Seth Christ colon ballistic adventure, reckoning adventure. I <laughs> fucked up the title of the movie. Seth Christ colon ballistic adventure, which might be might be a time for a rewrite yeah. of the title. It reminds me of the Oogie Loves Big Balloon Adventure. That's what the, 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 the cool. sequel to this movie will be, Seth Christ Big Balloon Adventure. <laughs> hang out with the Oogie Loves and they'll... Uh, oh, man, can the Oogie Loves be in this movie? Sure. Then they'll solve, like, it'll be like Seth sure. Christ is hanging out with the Oogie Loves and they're going to celebrate like their vacuum cleaner's birthday or whatever, but they go out to get a cake and they find <laughs> the prostitute that's been beaten to death and they have to figure out who did it. Oh, gosh, that already sounds like a better movie than this one. Uh, well, we'll see you next time, you stupid fucking assholes. <laughs>